0: Hi, I'm Tim Zacharias with Cougar USA and your host of Building Value. Welcome to season four of the podcast. And this season, we really wanted to change things up a little bit. And instead of having episodes with uh, different guests and and kind of current topics, we really wanted to focus in on the buildings themselves. So each episode is going to highlight a specific building. We'll go through kind of the front of the house, uh, go through kind of the amenities what the people are used to seeing in the buildings and then flip it around and show the backside of the building or kind of the underbelly uh, the behind the scenes if you will of what it takes to make that building work so kind of the products the systems and and the operations of the building itself and ultimately what the impact is to the community for that building so our first episode is going to be with the grumpus headquarters building in brookshire texas so a little bit of a contrast there. You have Grumfoss, one of the is the largest pump company in the world, has nine, over 19,000 employees spread across the globe. They have a large presence here in the U.S., including uh, this this facility here in Brookshire. So a little little background on uh, Brookshire. You know a little more background on Bo- Brookshire, Texas. The main tourist attractions are Dewberry Farms. So if you have kids, you're you're familiar with Dewberry Farms and the hemi hideout which sounds pretty awesome uh and it's a collection of old cars so not your typical location for a global you know corporation to have a headquarters building so why is it there well michael franzen with grumfoss kind of walks us through the building and talks around the design intent and answers that question of why grumfoss chose uh brookshire for this building uh, Michael's been with Grumfoss for about 25 years, a little over 25 years, in different roles in manufacturing and operations, and is now the Senior Regional Manager for the Americas uh, for facilities and manufacturing, so he was with this building through uh, the design, construction, and now the operations, so it can really speak to kind of all facets of of the new Grumfoss Headquarters building. So really excited to roll out this new format and Uh, you know, show off this new uh, Grumpus headquarters building out in Brookshire, Texas, and I hope you enjoy it. On Building Value, we go behind the scenes of building operations to showcase the people and products that make buildings work and the value they bring to the community. All right, Michael, thank you for having us out in uh, Brookshire, Texas today. Thanks for coming in, too. Awesome, we're at the Grumpus headquarters building here in Brookshire, and Michael, I gotta ask, Grumpus is one of the largest pump companies in the world, if not the largest pump company in the world, footprint all over the
1: world, all over the US. Why is there a headquarters building in Brookshire, Texas? So there's a couple of reasons why we decided and we picked Brookshire, uh, one being from an airport and mobility standpoint, it's, positioned well enough that we can get with one flight directly to any place in the U.S. as well as to South America so that our leadership teams and and, uh, regional team can get to the areas they need to be for our other facilities and plants in the area. Secondly, we wanted to make sure that this headquarters was located near and close to some of the manufacturing that we have in the site so that we could show not just what our headquarters looks like but what our manufacturing and the products uh that we make right
0: and so i mean groves has had a footprint here for a long time manufacturing and, and recently kind of shifted into not only doing the kind of the the cast iron and suction and, and vertical line type products but now also doing the sump and sewage here uh the sl line things right. like that so this is the the global headquarters for the kind of wastewater Vertical, right? So, with the Absolutely. kind of reorganization of Grumpus, we're commercial building services. So, this isn't technically our headquarters building, but we still get to the benefit
1: of it. But yeah, this being global headquarters for water utility, correct? And we're doing a lot of the commercial building services yes. here as well. So,
0: yep, yeah, the customer service group, all of that here in the adjacent building. So, yep. it's really cool. So, why don't you kind of walk us around this uh, kind of cafeteria and,
1: and uh, give us a little background of you know, the design and and kind of the intentions of the building. So So we started with a design and with the intent of uh, focusing on the sustainable development goals for energy and water in particular, but also taking into consideration and wanted to make sure that we created an environment that our employees would be comfortable in and would bring a little energy and collaboration into the environment facility is 48,000 square feet. We've got uh, the ground floor primarily for uh, our exhibition area as well as some large conference areas that we use for Grunfos and for local community and uh, regional meetings
0: as well. Yeah we hosted uh, one of the local ASPE meetings here and did the plant tour and that, that
1: worked out really well. Yep. Uh, it's 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 a nice opportunity and it's a unique facility from that standpoint so when we started with the design we we took it to a 30 percent level uh with our uh internal team with our own uh grunfos architect and then we brought it into houston uh partnered with hewlett zoller out Mm -hmm. of houston and started to finish the development as well as uh then took it out to bid with contractors. Harvey Construction out of Houston was the uh, winning bidder. Right. So they took it from the 30% point up to completion. We're in our exhibition area here, and uh, it's got several. uh, It's a smaller exhibition area, but it does go into, and we wanted to make sure that we brought into to focus where we were at and our presence in the Americas, and that we've been here since 1973, and the fact that we're part of a much larger global company. So we have uh, now over 2,000 employees in the uh, Americas. Wow. And we're uh, over 20,000 as a global corporation. Yeah, that's incredible. And I think there's a lot of times this
0: I don't want to say like maybe an assumption, but this thought that Grumpus is a is a European company and that everything's coming from over there. But I mean, it's pretty obvious when you look at this. There's a massive footprint here in the Americas, even locally here in, in our market in Houston that that Grumfus has. And so I think it's actually one of the, if not the largest uh, pump company in the U.S. too, right? Yep. Not just not just globally. So uh, really cool to see that strategy play out of, of having kind of that group and that headquarters in in Europe, but also having the presence uh, locally as well.
1: Right, and I'll back up and tell you that. adding that that in that that design phase, Mm -hmm. one of the key components that was also talked about as far as starting to build this design is yes, we want to be Grunfos, we want to look like Grunfos, but we have to also make sure that people understand this is part of Houston and part of Texas, we've got to have that Texas uh, feel to it as well and I think we've accomplished that. Yeah,
0: what's cool about this room is you have kind of the history of Grunfos and and where started with some of the smaller circulator pumps and then it works all the way up to some of the to the larger stuff that that's going on today
1: yeah so we have this reader rail here that uh, starts at the beginning uh, with the creation or the beginning of the company the founding of the company in 1944 and it covers a host of uh, significant Milestones that we've had up through the years, up to 2015. We're currently in the process of extending this out.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the same problem with uh, with my own history of the company. It stops
1: around 2018. I need to update it. So uh, there's things like the solar-powered submersible pumps, uh, digital dosing, uh, the circulator, uh, A-labeled cir- circulator, the, the Alpha in 20 or 2005. And then we've got some physical uh, examples of some of those milestones as well, covering uh, back in 1982, the, circul- the VP35 circulator, UP stator in uh, 1970, which we manufacture ourselves, the microfrequency frequency converter, which is getting us into the digital aspect right. of our business and, and uh, representing that. And then the uh, Alpha Pro which was in 2005. And we've got, I need a longer shelf to start covering some of the <laughs> right. new examples as well. Yeah, we've got, well, I
0: mean, you got some really cool examples over here of some of the newer technology. So, you know, we mentioned the, the Sump and Sewage, the SL series. This is one of the pumps that's being uh, kind of manufactured and produced here right. in Texas right. uh, in the facility next door. We do a fair amount of these uh, here in the Houston market. Uh, so that's really cool to have that that here as well but you know I think some of the newer technology that we're seeing uh, kind of that you talked about the micro frequency inverter yep. back what 30 years ago uh, to kind of see where Grumfus has come with the electronics and the integrated pumps it's really cool with with the Magna and the TPE3
1: and we, we like to point out that with the Magna and our distributed pumping that we've have in the building the building is actually heated and, and the water is circulated with 57 of these throughout the first and second floor wow so there's 57 of these. Uh, the TPE3. There's. Uh, they're part of three of the MPCs that mm-hmm. we have in the the mechanical room. I'll show you those in a few minutes here. But that equipment specifically is is part of the design and in the building itself.
0: Right. It's really cool. And then we don't do too much with the uh, the dosing products, but I know that that's another area that Grumpus has been been uh, had a big influence in.
1: Yeah, we do have a lot of uh, dosing products. I've got two in the, the mechanical room here and when we go into that room, I'll reference it again, but uh, we've got a lot of our products in there. And
0: this is the uh, the nickname, the Grizzly here, the uh, the CRXL, the large uh, CR version. So we do a ton with the, the CR pump, the vertical multi-stage pump, and this is just kind of the that on steroids, big, big bad boy. So, you know, instead of doing 60 to 150 GPM, now we're talking you know, 500 to 1500 GPM, even I think up to 2500 GPM now. So a lot of,
1: a lot of new opportunities for using yep. these And these this big is pumps. the CRE-125 and we go up to the 200, I think it right. is now. Or
0: 255 maybe, yeah. something up there.
1: So it's really cool.
0: So, you know, one of the other things that's, that's really cool and kind of looking at this wall with all the, uh, all the water is Grumpus' involvement with Walk for Water and Water Mission. Yes.
1: Uh, can you give us a little,
0: a little background here?
1: So. We, we set this area up to, to demonstrate our commitment to water missions specifically and to highlight our, our involvement with uh, water missions and Walk for Water. We cover some of the specific uh, projects and and the innovations that we've worked with and how we've partnered with them throughout the years. I think there's now four different uh, developments that we've worked in and bringing clean water to parts of the world where there are not uh, easily accessible, safe drinking water. Right. Uh, so we t- wanted to, to make sure that people understand that. And if you don't know the walk for water story specifically, each year uh, we get all of our colleagues, uh, partners together, and we'll take a three mile walk to get water and come back. And that the significance of that three miles is that's about the average amount or average distance that most people have to take to get water and bring it into, right. the, into the area. Yeah, and it starts to get heavy on the way back. Yes, it does.
0: <laughs> the empty bucket on the way there is a little easier than the the full
1: one coming and back. And then the, the significance of this display is that this represents one month's worth of water for one individual in one of these third world or uh, deprived areas. So this is the amount of water that they use for an entire month. Uh, if you've got a family of three, it's three times as much, obviously. But it, it's, it's significant in that it shows just, we probably use 25% of this just getting our showers. Uh, easily. Yep. In our showers in the morning. We also have, as part of the display, this little area here where these are actually filled with water, and it gives an example yep, of it's heavy. just how, <laughs> how much weight is uh, associated with that. And we, I always like to point out that, understand that this is not something that happens other than it's the women and children's sure. role and responsibility every day to bring water right. to their homes. So. so instead of spending time in school, the kids are having to go get water every day. And so yeah. it's
0: a huge impact. I mean, there's multiple health and other benefits that, that kind of are a domino effect right. when,
1: when you introduce clean and water. And some of those points are all listed on the jerry cans there that, yep. uh, just just how dangerous and what their lives are like without clean drinking water. So it's a great initiative. Absolutely. Something we're really proud to be part of.
0: I, I know that the energy and water savings initiatives were a big part of the design, you know, and I think this is a pretty cool display to, to show what's actually going on, but can yes. you talk to some of those
1: measures? Yep, so uh, I'll start out with the energy component mm-hmm. of uh, what we have in the building. And this energy dashboard uh, is part of our BMS system for the building. We display our solar generation and our utilities off the grid. What's really interesting to see, and this is a great example right now, is that the building itself is only requiring 22 kilowatts snapshot in time to operate. We're generating 70 kilowatts of, of uh, solar power. so. Overall, what we average is a little over 20% of our energy is coming from 334 solar panels wow. off the roof. Uh, some of the things that we did to conserve energy and how we save that energy is, uh, the lighting system is all occupancy-sensored mm-hmm. and adjustable, It's it, so we can monitor and actually set the lumens and requirements for each room. You'll notice that some of the lights in some areas are very dim mm-hmm. and that's because we're also giving with sunlight. Sunlight harvesting, yes. Yeah. It's really cool. Additionally, again, it goes back to our distributed pumping system, which mm-hmm. gives us a reduced energy consumption uh, of 54%. Overall energy reduction in the building is about 64% compared to a 48,000 square foot building in this area. So we're saving that much
0: energy. Just no, I mean, the tech building just dropped. It's less than 12 kilowatt <laughs> right now. Yep. I'm pretty sure that when I did my all the Christmas lights in my house and I went full <laughs> Griswold that I was
1: pulling more power than this building yeah. is right now. Yeah, uh, I, it, it's interesting that just how little energy is required. I'll also, from an energy standpoint, uh, mention at this point in time too, that we don't have any gas no diesel, uh, no LP requirements in the building. We're, we're strictly working off electric energy. All of our electrical energy is coming from a renewable source. So we're really impacting the, the CO2 uh, reduction plans that we've got for as an organization, and those are key components. Nice.
0: So, I mean, it, it's cool to see it on the front end here. Um, but I think what's really going to be cool is to head over to the uh, tech building and kind okay. of see what's going on behind the scenes to, to make all of this work. So I remember I had the opportunity to meet with the, the Grumpus architect, bef- you know, a couple years before the construction started. And they actually brought in reps from across the country. And we're, we're asking for some input from us on, you know, hey, we know that you all rep other products and, and solutions beyond Grumpus. How can we kind of incorporate the best technology into the building? And I remember looking at the design and looking at this space right here and i was like man this is going to be really cool yeah. but is that going to be covered because you know 80 percent of the year in houston <laughs> this is not going to be an enjoyable space and the architect was like well we want to leave it open for the sunlight that you're talking about and i was like well nobody's going to use it <laughs> so it was cool to see that they it. so added we these. brought these big umbrellas yeah, in and those, the awesome are, those umbrellas.
1: are three uh 30 foot uh, or 20 foot umbrellas yeah basically the covers, covers the whole area covers really the cool. space and makes the space usable, gives yeah. us an opportunity to bring, uh, let people come out, use the space throughout the day. And that's what we encourage is take a zoom meeting, take yeah. take a call out here. Yeah, I mean, especially uh, a, a small like team yeah, it's collaboration great. meeting. That's, that's all great uh, opportunities to use the building. And it, again, it gives people the opportunity to relax. Yes.
0: And then probably the uh, the most well presented the nicest mechanical room uh, <laughs> that I've seen is here in the tech building. Uh, this is really cool.
1: So yes. let's let's start down at sure the uh, AcuPure system, the, the water filtration. So the rainwater from the storage tanks come in and they go in through this. Uh, uh, media and the storage pl- tanks
0: are underground, right? I yes, mean, those they're, are they're
1: underground, 35 feet in the ground. Out to the uh, south of the building here, uh, and they're sixty foot long. So there's there's some big big yeah. tanks.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was a really cool. Part of the project I was working through all of the uh, kind of the components and this whole system over here.
1: So this is the AcuPure. From this uh, filter, we go into the raw water storage tank, and then the AcuPure system draws from the storage tank. Through micron filter, we've got a coronator and a UV filter. It goes through the steps through that uh, filtration and then into the treated water tank, and we're drawn from there for the building for either the cooling towers or uh, building flushing things like that. Sure,
0: and and the AQ Pure system isn't isn't something that we do a lot here in the U.S. No. but this is really popular in India. Correct. I mean, and the product specialists and everybody that we worked with getting this commission and online were all from, yeah. from India. So that was just kind of a cool example of, you know, the,
1: the global reach of Grumfus and, and everything that it's doing. And it's worked really well. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been very fortunate to have that available to us. We've got the uh, booster pack here for the uh, non-potable water.
0: Yep, so you can see the difference in the size. This was a lot bigger, the non-potable versus the, uh, <laughs> the little the little baby system for the potable over yes, here. Yep. So pretty,
1: uh, pretty interesting to
0: see that difference.
1: And the only thing we use the uh, this system for is for drinking water and then for uh, the hot water. The sinks. Yep. Hot water system, the yep. solar powered. Uh, so
0: the, sol- this, the solar thermal system is really cool. And you know, we'll uh, Hopefully, climb up on the roof and get a shot of the the solar panels up there. But you know, drawing in the the, the heat from the sun, storing it in this tank, and then using that to reheat the return right. water going out, so greatly reducing the amount of electricity needed to, to heat the water exactly going into the building for yep. domestic use. So now we're kind of changing gears yep. a little bit to the the hydronic side, and this is the the chill water.
1: This is chill water system. The uh, Triplex. The- Hydro MPCs. So and you know, for people that are familiar with primary, you know, variable
0: primary pumping system, those are significantly smaller than what you would normally see for a building like this to to be able to do you know chill water, primary chill water distribution. And that's because there's so many distributed uh, Magna three pumps out there that are
1: taking care of the rest right, of the, exactly. the pumping load. Yep. We've got a duplex MPC here that is used uh, to circulate hot water in conjunction with the uh, electric boiler. Yep. The so electric boiler goes on when it's required. Uh, if we've got cooler temperatures or if, if emergency situation, we use that electric boiler to pull gotcha. that water in. Yeah, and then yeah, then the hot water uh, triplex hydro MPCs as well
0: and this is these are off of the heat recovery chiller right these are off of the uh, the The electric or
1: electric boiler yep yep and then we've got our we've got 278 ton York mag bearing chillers so these are the chillers uh, the heat pumps on this side are Daikin and they are uh, we use them for heating in the building working off the condensate from the uh, the chiller system. All of the air handling units, this is a smaller one in this building, of course, but uh, all the uh, air handler units are set up the same way. They're all Daikin. Here's a couple of uh, Magna's. Yeah, so instead of uh, the control valve handling the flow
0: through the air handler, you have the Magna 3 pump that is handling that, so it's on a constant temperature mode and it's trying to maintain 90 degrees air temperature. And so it's, you know, using about 16 gallons a minute to do that versus those primary pumps having to generate all of that flow and overcome the head head loss through the control valve. That primary pump just makes it up to this
1: pump and then pff, yep. that one takes over all the way back. It's really slick. And then we've got uh, the air handling units with the, uh, electric discharge filter system in it. Uh, we have that in all the, the chillers in the building, or all the air handlers in the building, I'm sorry. Yeah, it feels a lot better in here than it does in most mechanical rooms. Yes, <laughs> and a little quieter.
0: Yes, it's extremely quiet. I remember seeing this building on the plans and thinking that is a massive mechanical room, and uh, it's pretty incredible all the equipment that is in here and yep. everything that's going on. In this room, to be able to meet those original design goals that we talked about—the energy and water savings—so to be able to see it kind of play
1: out here with all this equipment is really cool. And to have the opportunity to use this as a bit of a showroom Absolutely. and, and uh, opportunity for customers—and
0: yeah, we, we skipped over one of the other one of the new pumps. Got to go, got to go back to that guy. So these are the new NBSE pumps. Uh, serving the the cooling towers, the condenser water loop. So really slick, in suction pump, footed volute with the uh, that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The rigid coupling. So no alignment re- required, no grouting, any of that. So just a really, really slick design, yep. really efficient pump, and uh, definitely
1: really quiet as well. <laughs> and these were the number one and two pumps that were built. Yes. This was the the first units. Yeah. Yeah, so we got to place the first order for the
0: first MBS pumps here. Yeah. That was cool. All right, so now we're up on the roof of the tech building and we've got the the solar thermal panels. So you talked about all of the TV, the electric panels up on top of the building generating electricity. How are, you know? How are these playing into the whole
1: system? So these are providing all the hot water for the building, and we've got 12 panels here that are uh, working flawlessly, actually, with with regards to the heating water and getting us uh, appropriate hot water for the building. Nice.
0: So circulating hot water circulating water through the panels collecting heat from the sun and that's going back into those heat exchangers and heating that storage tank and then again being being used to kind of tie into that reheat system for the domestic water so really slick the the solar thermal has a lot of potential applications this is using domestic water and we've talked to them about doing it for uh using it for combination with geothermal loops uh, even potentially to be a heat source for those heat pumps downstairs so a lot of a lot of different ways that you can apply uh, the solar thermal panels so really cool. Michael really appreciate you having us out at the uh, Grumpus headquarters today enjoyed learning about more about the building and a little
1: bit more about Grumpus. Well thanks for coming out Tim we appreciate having you here and enjoyed uh, your visit anytime you want to come back out again please do. Absolutely we will do.
0: Also want to say thank you for everyone for watching and listening to this episode of Building Value, and we hope to see you on the next one.